It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm trying to think how many games Eagles would have lost this year if they scored under 20. Like so I, I like I'm off the top of my head this might not make sense, but I'm saying like so let's say we think best case scenario the Eagles give up 24 points. Like would you agree that's almost like best case? I mean, I yeah, sure I guess. I right. don't know. The 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 Bills gave up 20. I yeah. mean, okay. So yeah, maybe like I, I guess where I'm at with is like this to me this game is more about the Eagles. I, I agree, and I think they're going to yeah. score. I, I so here's the thing because if, if you look at the Dolphins, if they defense, beat, the funny thing is if the Eagles had beaten the Jets, I probably would have picked the Dolphins to win this game. Now the Eagles lost to the Jets. I don't know if I'm going to pick it. You well, know what I mean? The, what's interesting is so, again, it's all about ups and flows and motivation right. and needing a game and all that. The Eagles so like, off the field, I think, have the better intangibles. In this no game. doubt, prime time at home, Kelly Green. It's been almost two calendar years since Sirianni and Hurts. It's not yeah. like it's a fast track, yep. all that type of stuff. Um, it's been almost two calendar years since Sirianni and Hurts lost back-to-back games. Yeah, that's notable. Yeah. And look, I think they're going to get back to running the ball. You can run the ball on the Dolphins. And I think that's going to be the, I know it's not your favorite, but I think the strategy is going to be keep the ball away from that Dolphins offense. So the offense. reason I don't like that is because I just think it's like a bit of a loser. It's like, it's a bit it's of not, a defeatist it's a, it's a, attitude. A, no, because, no, because the, the Eagles are the best ranked team in football. Well, that's like different. You're playing to your strengths. If, if you think, if you no, think, but you're you're playing to your strengths while also keep. Of course, what, what do you want to give that? Like, why wouldn't you want to keep? No, the no, no. All team? I'm saying is, if if the Eagles go into the game, it's smart. And it's saying, not a loser strategy. Well, no, no, no. It's such a bad way to look at it. It's a smart Defe- strategy. Defeatist is maybe a way to no, put it. No, like, it's that our our best thing is we run the ball well, and that's going to eat up clock, which is going to keep their offense off the field. Like that's smart. But I think that's the, if they go into a game and they say we can run on this team, and that's our best way to score points, like. I uh, grant I'm always going to love throwing the ball. It's all part of strategy, though. Like that's strategy, man. Right. Like that's no, how I you get coach it. I games. get it. Like, I get it. But I- I'm saying the idea. Like, remember when the Eagles? Um, it was Sirianni's, I think, third game of. It was either third or fourth game of his rookie year. They went into Dallas, and he he two bit, runs. Yep. What the two? Yeah, runs the two runs game. exactly. But his whole thing was we thought we were going to give up a lot of points on defense, so we coached on offense accordingly. That's the only thing I'm. No, saying. that's a very different thing than saying I think we have to score a lot. I'm saying it's smart to keep the off the other team's offense off the field in any game, but right. especially a game where like this is a smart strategy to win every game. Keep the ball the most. Like yeah, that's I, a I that's agree. a classic winning strategy in the NFL. Right. Like that's I not agree defeatist with that. at all. I just don't like the whole like where we know we're gonna give up a ton of points, so we have to keep I'm the not ball. I'm saying away. that. I'm saying right. that, that off keep the t- other offense off the field. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, like and that's I, against I agree. any could, team. Yeah, I agree with that. And but they're also the Dolphins are also bad against the pass. Sure, their secondary is banged up. I don't think the Dolphins' offense that good. Defense that good. I know you said I, it's I don't think the they're that good I think either. the Eagles' defense is significantly better. They just the have. 
I think, almost as good of a pass rush. If you look at it in terms of hurries this year. Like, so I think their defenses are similar. Like, the Eagles have more talent in the secondary when everyone's healthy. And I think Slay and Bradbury are better than the Dolphins starting corners, as good as Xavier Howard is. But he's also hurt. He's day-to-day. Um, so I think their pass rush has been really good. Their secondary, uh, Deshaun Elliott, their safety's had a good year. Like, they have... They have some talent secondary, but they give up. I think they're 20th in the league in uh, yards per play allowed through the air. They're in the 20s in like passing um, defense grading on Pro Football Focus. Their passing defense is not that good. So I do think with Lane playing, that'll be huge. Like the Eagles can exploit their uh, their secondary, and also like as again, this is a little like the Rams game. With the Rams game, we talked so much about how the Eagles secondary was going to struggle against the Rams receivers, and then the Eagles had one of their best days passing the ball because they had the advantage in the secondary as well. So I think that I think they're just extremely even teams. I was I was debating this: who would you rather have, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle and Braxton Berrios, or the Eagles receivers? So coming into the season, I probably would have said AJ and Devontae. Um, I mean, forget the third receiver. Braxton, I, I'd probably take Braxton Berrios over yeah. Julio or whatever. But, but forgetting that, like the real question is those top two. I, I think Devontae is better than Waddle, but I think Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in football right now. And I, I think would, he might I, be the most valuable non-quarterback yeah, on I, offense in the entire league. On uh, like your lineman would have some interest. Lane yeah, would certainly yeah, be there. Yeah, but, nobody might be. I, look, yeah. I just say I think he's the best receiver. I mean, yeah. Justin Jefferson's hurt, but I think I think Tyreek Hill is the most dangerous player on offense in the league. So I think I'd have to go with those two. Yeah. I, and I think it's probably the only time all year the Eagles will line up against a team that might have better receivers. I agree. Um, which is crazy thinking where this team was like four years I ago. I know. Um, but so I think the Dolphins, like, you know, number one in the league and uh, plays of over 40 yards in passing. Number two in the league and plays over 20 yard passing the ball. Number one of runs over 40 yards. I think number one in yard, runs of 20 plus yards too. Now the Eagles, surprisingly, are like not that far off of them. Like the Eagles, for this perception of the offense being like dink and dunk, 19 play drives, like they've had big plays as well. But man, the Dolphins, so you want to guess what the percentage of times they score a touchdown in the red zone is? The percent, so I'll just give, I'll tell you this, they're number one, but the percentage is unbelievable. In the red zone, times they score a touchdown. Uh, like 40%? 80%. Wow. That is aggressive. So 40%. The Eagles are 45% and they're 23rd. The okay, league. so, yeah, so you're, yeah. you're... Bad numbers right, there. Yeah. yeah. But but 80%. 80% is aggressive. They were 100% regardless. last week. Like, yeah. so if there's any week for the red zone offense to really have to come through, and I thought Jordan Malata made a good point. Like, it's also tough to get to the red zone. So credit to the Eagles for getting there quite a bit. But, yeah, I mean, the, the Dolphins... They just score a lot of points. Like I get, I get your point that they've played bad defenses for sure, and that is that is going to be part of it. But like I, real, I, some of them really bad. Yeah, like yeah. The worst I just don't think like if this was, and maybe because you just said the Panthers, I'll use them as an example. If the Panthers four games into the season were like putting up a ton of points, you could probably look and go, all right, well they're playing bad teams. Like it's not surprising no, that the, the Dolphins I, I are. Agree. Yeah. I'm just saying like the historic stuff. Like let's get. I think people are getting carried away with. Yeah, they've been the best offense in football this year. Right. Period. Without a doubt. Like. I'm just saying I think people have gone way overboard with like they're unstoppable. So what do you that. think what do you think an acceptable The Bills stopped them. What yeah. In Buffalo. <laughs> in and, Buffalo. And I will say and Miami seems like the worst possible it's like almost traveling to Lambeau. Like I just there's certain stadiums I don't picture certain teams doing well in. In Buffalo and my and Lambeau would be like two where for Miami. Mm-hmm. Don't see it happening. I agree. 
Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, what do you think an acceptable outcome for the defense would be from a points perspective? Acceptable? Yeah, like we're we're doing a post game pod. And it's like, hey, they only gave so, up. So you know me, like I don't. I think that you can't make it. Like again, if they give up, uh, let's say they give up twenty seven points, but it's twenty seven points, like the twenty seven points the Chargers scored, you know, with the year first year of of right, Sirianni, the, where it's like a ninety percent passing and it's just like dominant. And they never stopped them, and it's just not a lot of possession. So it's hard to say, right. but. You know, like somewhere between twenty four and twenty seven, I think is fair to yeah. expect the defense to, to I agree with that. somewhere in that range. But again, it's it's all context and then dependent. To the about like the opponents and stuff. If you look at the the Dolphins defense, the times they've played good quarterbacks this year, they've given up a lot of points. Yeah, Josh so, Allen put up a lot of points on them. Um, Josh, it's only they've only played two good quarterbacks. They played Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Yeah, and they both and put up over Josh 30, Allen right? put up forty eight on them. Yep, and Justin Herbert put up thirty four. Other than that, they've played Mac Jones, Russell Wilson. Daniel Jones, who got hurt in that game, yeah, and and Bryce Young. So they they, they played they have, bad quarterbacks. They played bad, 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 and they've played two good quarterbacks, forty eight and thirty four. So that's a so, good point. I'm assuming you would take Hertz over Tua. My God, go oh, absolutely, yeah. But like, absolutely. All right, so let's just give. Let's just say Hertz is a ten out of ten. Just where would you put Tua? I'm I curious think, how close you think they are. Not as close as I think other people might okay. based on what's happened so far this year. Again, I think Tua is is good, and I I, I think Tua. Let's put it this way. I think Tua is far more a product of his situation than Jalen is. I think Tua. Point. I think Tua. It, Mike McDaniel is making Tua a lot better than he is. Yeah. And I think having Tyreek Allen, Jalen Waddle is making him a lot better than he is. So I think Tua is really good at certain things. And Mike McDaniel, being a great offensive mm-hmm. coach, is putting him in all those. He's getting rid of the ball quick. He's relying on his accuracy. He's not making him move around too much. Also, I think as a as a a prototype quarterback, I think Tua has flaws. He's not great at moving around. He's not great at kind of getting away from things, creating on his own, making mm. things happen. But in terms of like, I will give you four seconds and you need to put the ball right here. You can put it in a, like a, a dot. You know, like he'll, you make a little dot on the field. He'll, he'll bounce it off the dot. Like, I think he's that impressive at the accuracy and stuff. So I think he does certain things really well. I think he's a top 10 quarterback for sure. Yeah, I think he's top 10. Um, What's interesting about him too is he I just he don't wins think he's as special as Jalen. I agree. I think Jalen carries his team more than Tua carries exactly. his team. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Yeah, and I think Jalen as a runner is way more special. I, I think Tua has a better arm than Jalen. Like, so seeing Tua, la- yeah, I think Tua, and certainly, I mean, and Jalen's gotten really accurate. I think Tua is like one of the more accurate yeah, guys. Yeah, agreed. Seen. So watching Tua in person last year in Miami, he throws a, a great beautiful ball. ball. He throws yeah, it a looks great really ball. Pretty. And Jalen throws a great ball too. Like Jalen yeah. throws a very catchable, soft touch ball. Like pass, he he throws a great ball, but man, Tua and look, it's last year. I'm, Tua lit the Eagles secondary up when they played in practice last year. Again, last year, different team, blah blah blah. In practice, practice, just saying. In I my thought, remember that one? That was the, it was the Miami, one day, the yeah. one day thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I've watched Tua. Like when my experience watching Tua in person was very impressive. So what also is interesting about I think the Tua, key is they have to hit him. They have to get to him. They yeah, have to pressure him. But teams him. just don't to, do that. Like, but, but that's because teams have not been able to do that. Yes, that's teams what I'm saying. Teams have not been good enough defensive line-wise. I think it's a credit to Mike wise. McDaniel. I think it's a credit that, yeah. to Mike McDaniel, but I also think that I think like like Jalen Carter and Hassan Reddick are going to be the 
two best linemen they've faced this yep. year. So, so what I think is interesting is a lot of times when the Eagles play a team where they have a huge advantage on the offensive line, the team has to get rid of it quickly, and they're not used to doing that. So that's an advantage for the Eagles and a win for them before they go in. The Dolphins are used to doing that, right? So we'll see how the – I mean, look, again, it's Jalen Carter, Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat. Like, I'm not going to say they're not going to impact the game because they're just so talented that you, you know they will. Um, the other question I had for you was Sirianni or Mike McDaniel? Who would you take? I might take McDaniel. I, I think, think McDaniel's like, and I'm a leader of men guy, but I actually think he's both. I think I, he is too. I think, I think McDaniel, awesome. like his players relate to him. Yep, they 100%. seem to love him. He has created a culture there as well. Um, and I think, I, again, going back to the scheme thing, I think he's probably the most creative offensive mind going right now. Um, so yeah, I, that's a close one. And there aren't many I'd take. And look, McDaniel has not had the success Sirianni has. So I like, it's really close for me yeah. on that one, but I might take McDaniel. I might too. There's McDaniel... I agree. Does have like the leader of men equality. Also, his offense is unbelievable. It was funny. I'm, I actually meant to open the pod with this as a joke, but clearly I butchered it. So yesterday, Sirianni's talking about how he takes plays from the Dolphins um, and how like the Dolphins have such an innovative scheme and all that stuff. And I felt like saying to Sirianni, like, well, people take the tush push from you. Do you think they should ban what the Dolphins are doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. But um, so I thought this was interesting. If you look at Tua's career... In 2020, uh, I'm sorry, in 2021, which I'm pretty sure McDaniels was the head coach then, 6-1 and one to end the season. Last year before the concussions, 8-0. and 2023, 5-1. Now, there's losses in between there. But I think when, one thing him and Jalen have in common is like they when win, they win yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a fair point. And he doesn't win as much as Jalen, like no quarterback does. Yeah. But, but Tua does, when he is healthy and like he gets some time, like he wins a lot. No doubt. So, so I, I just think... So often we do this pod, and it's like, well, the Eagles are better at every single position. The Dolphins might have the better coaching staff. I don't think they have the better quarterback, but Tua is right there. Um, they have better receivers. They they're might be better at running the ball. That's an interesting discussion. Yeah, Mostert's been good. I don't think they're better, Mostert's but Mostert's been great. He might be one of the most underrated guys in terms of whatever I think of him. Like, oh, yeah, he's a nice role player. And then you look, play, and he what, puts up massive well, numbers. Well, he just needs to be healthy. He's just yeah. If he's not healthy, he just never stays healthy. But when he's healthy, he's awesome. It'll be a good test for the Eagles' run defense. Um, Which has been really good. So. Yeah. So they did the, – the Dolphins just remind me a lot of the Eagles. But – from a maybe we will just pick on Saturday. I don't know if I'm like ready. The, yeah, let's pick on Saturday. We'll pick on Saturday. I, I need more time. But I do think the Eagles have the intangibles in this game. Like All right, I said, good, good. All right, so we're gonna make our picks on Saturday. Uh, we're gonna do the Bet Parks picks pod. Then we've got our show on Saturday. Yes. Well, maybe. Well, maybe you'll be. There. I'll be there for sure. If the Phillies sweep, I will be there too. So everyone pray for a Philly sweep. Yeah. If they don't, I think they're gonna I'll sweep. be doing. Pretty- I do too. I think yeah. they're gonna sweep. So you know, we should be fine. Man, um, the difference in the stadium. Either way, the Bet Parks pod will be out on Saturday, no matter what. Correct.